Joel Walkowski. Hello, breadheads. Gather round. It is time to carbo load. Glad to have you in the gluten gang. Welcome to Hold My Bread, the $4,966, no, $67 podcast. Oh, ay, ay, ay. We almost did it, folks. We were almost at 5K. We were there for a couple days. I thought we were there to stay, but it was not to be. We're back in the 4,000s. Maddie, how are we? All right, I'm doing okay. It's pretty a pretty good couple of days. Um, you know, nothing to complain about as of now. Nothing to complain about. Well, we we you might want to have some complaints about our setup today. I know you had some issues with them previously. Look, um, the Props Network got put on a stay-at-home order. I couldn't go to my normal studio, and as such. We are recording, we are sharing a microphone in my living room like a pair of old R&B singers. (laughs) We're like a doo-wop group, we keep leaning in. And you know, I think the audio quality is pretty good, but you gotta gotta count on a lot of trust from your partner here, and I'm not seeing a lot of that from Matt. Lean in, get close um, to me as if it's... Hold my breath, the sensual listening experience. (laughs) You know, we've recorded this podcast over Zoom, we've recorded in like multiple studios, we've recorded it everywhere. This podcast... Podcast has been recorded in so many different places. It's wild. Yeah, and now we are recording it in each other's immediate vicinity. We look like the meme of the coronavirus spreading right now, but it is good to be here on Hold My Bread. We do you need to stoop? Can you lean up a little bit? I can. Yeah, no, yeah, you're a stoop. Otherwise, I need to crane my neck. This is yeah. gonna be a good episode yeah. for you. Both. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you texted me. Uh, you texted me, and you said we got we're we're five thousand. We're past the five k mark. We got to celebrate, and it didn't last very long, unfortunately. Yeah, it's all I wanted. All I wanted was to be 05 percent of the way on our journey of the million dollar podcast. But you know what? We're gonna get there. We've got you know twenty five cents in dividends coming from Bank of America every three months, and those are gonna eventually start adding up to quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Soon we'll have a dollar. And maybe I am out of touch with the younger generation. Maybe I I don't know the fads of the world. And I know this because, do you know what Roblox is? I I played with it today. You played with Roblox today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it for the podcast. Yeah, well, we did have an idea. So it's Matt's birthday this weekend. We're doing the financial gathering of the Juggalos. And uh, that we're basically just gonna go to a cabin, and we're. I, I'm. This is gonna be a surprise. I'll surprise you with it now. So to really explore the realm of finance, we're gonna get a Ouija board. We're gonna go out in the woods, and we're gonna put a dollar on it. Uh, I like that. Let's get. Uh, you know, people always talk about how finance people are lizards, and you have to, you know, be a member of the Illuminati. I think we should lean into this. We'll find out if money talks from the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Dead dollars. Oh, that I mean, dead dollars. I mean, we've done better. Am I right, Amarin? How are we? That was, if you're if you're with us long enough to get an Amarin reference, I truly appreciate you. So we are seeing Neo come back down to earth. We are seeing Herman Miller level off, but our eyes are on the future right now, and it is Roblox because you played Roblox. Well, so my experience with Roblox is I've got a godson. He's not ten years old yet which is a fancy way of saying he's between seven and nine, I think. (laughs) And he's a really bright kid. And a lot of these skills are reinforced by Roblox. And I think they have just a huge share of kids' time. I think it's used by like all demographics of of youth. Like I've heard of cousins playing an eight-year-old and a 13-year-old, like across all segments. 
So they don't make money yet, but this is 2020. We don't care about them making money yet. So they actually are making money. Oh, they are? Well, so they have 36.2 million daily active users. 36.2 million daily active, uh, which is up 97% from a year ago. In 2006, when they launched, they were they had about 100 people um, when, they, when they launched. So, uh, and they're very, the little experience I had with the game is it's very, like, microtransaction. Like, they had me make my guy, and if I wanted to have anything cool, they were like, you got to buy that, you got to buy that, you got to buy that. And if you are one of the first 100 Roblox subscribers from 2006, you got to get out of there, man. What are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're 20 years old. You should be working at Petco, going to community college. This game is for children, and I think it's been really good to help them socialize during the to pandemic. Toe, you, you know Roblox? Is it a game? Yeah. Sports it's a game. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. It's, it's oh, very popular. Yeah, you're, you're, you're connected to the younger generation. I thought you might know. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I only played it for the podcast. I didn't play it because I was like, ah, time to play my daily game. Well, the It's kind of like Minecraft. <laughs> Well, the original idea, we're, we're, we're going out of town, and it was like, we're going to play Roblox in an Airbnb, and we're going to pick which upcoming IPO we want to invest in. But my fiance, the wonderful Gabrielle Garcia, she is very, she has a $500 gift certificate to Hotels.com, and she really wants us to use that gift certificate. She's plugged into the finer things in life, but she's going to take us. I'm going to hold on to her coattails as long as I can. Um, well, so here, but they're filing for IPO soon and I might buy in on this because I love, as I've gotten older, there's nothing I love more than financially exploiting the youth. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be 30 in a couple days. Uh, I'm ready to, uh, get some of this sweet money from these people. Yeah. But if you're making money off, like how the youth spend your time, like you can feel how a William Morris stockholder felt in the 1930s. <laughs> Well, so that, that's the thing, though. I think there's a ton of room for growth on this uh, on this stock. They made three hundred and twelve point eight million in 2018, uh, and in the first nine months of the year, they reported five hundred eighty-eight point seven million in revenue. That's like incredible, and the growth has just been crazy year after year. And I don't think it's going to slow down. I don't think people are going to lose interest um, in it. And if you're making enough money to um, file for IPO, they must be doing something right. So I am uh, definitely in on I think there's room to grow on Roblox. It's a crazy thing to say, but uh, I'm in. Yeah, and we're finding our rhythm here. And they put out an S1. So S1 is the first document you put out when any company wants to go public then like, you know, be publicly traded. And there's usually an underlying financial need, and that's why it's accompanied by an S1. You have their statement of cash flow, statement of retained earnings, your income statement, and all of the key financials there. And it also just, you can actually see the breakdown of individual stocks. So there's either going to be common stock or preferred stock. Sometimes you get a little bit better of a dividend payment on a preferred stock. And then if the company were to hit liquidation where they sell off assets, you're above the, the common stock people in line. So the hierarchy, it extends all, even, even if you're a stockholder, you can be a lesser than. <laughs> yeah, there's a hierarchy in everything. Um, Just imagine Oliver Twist. He's got the common stock, and he wants some more porridge at the liquidation <laughs> for Roblox. Please, can I have some more, please? Please, for the love of God. Um, there's multiple revenue streams in the game. There's all kinds of ways for people. They actually, you can even potentially make money in the game. They're, they're going to take 
they're gonna take a percentage of the money you make, but you could actually make actual money. So I think I might quit my job and try and you know make money in Roblox. How do you make money in Roblox? What do you do? So you can, I think you can like design clothing and you can design things and you can then sell them to other players. That's a big part of the game is what I've noticed. I only played for about 20 minutes today because it's really not fun. Um, so, hey, 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 <laughs> don't say if we're gonna buy the stock, we gotta be, you know, it's a good time. We, we, we really enjoyed it, all right? We, 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 there are no ro roadblocks to a good afternoon with Roblox, okay? I uh, I also feel like they're not they're only in the United States right now as as far as I can tell they haven't if they can expand into China China is the most populous uh, country they also have the largest uh, percentage of online gamers in China because China s sucks so much that nobody wants to leave their homes so they just want to stay inside and play games and is there some sort of relationship between Roblox and STEM does that because like when I was poking around Reddit like a lot of the people on Reddit were just like of the mindset like oh yeah young aspiring engineers play this game so it's a product that will always kind of exist as long as a love of computing does i think i don't actually know but that's a great point i mean i do feel when i was playing it i, I was playing it in a way where i'm like i could see how this if you were an eight-year-old or nine-year-old kid i mean it's great it's, I, it's if i had that when i was their age i mean maybe my life would have turned out better who knows yeah and it, it is it is international but it's only english it's in 40 countries only english and now the international languages so hey how about a roblox duolingo crossover <laughs> that you, you that's homeschool right there you're learning the free market you're learning mandarin chinese those are the life skills our kids need growing up in 2020 i'm all for it i think it's great i think watch for it to ipo uh and then maybe wait a maybe i don't know live you know it's definitely something worth getting into i will definitely be buying some for my por personal portfolio um maybe not right at the ipo price because i feel like it tends to uh, spike and then drop but um, yeah, I think Roblox is good. I think that might be one of the picks of the week for the pod, at least. And and they should give those first hundred users, they should get the preferred stock. Like, that's the ultimate, like, they are the Roblox, like, pioneers. So they should be honored as such. I agree. I mean, imagine if you started playing that, like, I bet, because that was the thing I noticed, too, when I got on. It was like, you can build your, design your house. And I'm like, oh, my guy has a, a leather jacket, a haircut, and that's it. He doesn't have a house. He doesn't have anything. Just yeah. like me in real life. Kind of, yeah. It, it really felt like Minecraft. It was very Minecraft. Well, you know? well, it started in 1999. I, I don't know if I remember the names off the top of my head, but I think it's like David Bazuki and Eric Castle. And they, they wanted to like simulate a 2D physics lab. And it was called like interactive physics. So people would play. They'd learn how like cars would crash or how houses could be used to be destructible. And then like... They've, they've messed around with that for 15 years and they're like, oh, maybe we should include other people. And that just goes to tell you, show you about like the level of social capital that the pe people in tech have. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, 15 years later, they're like, oh, maybe other people would enjoy this. They look, looked around and they were like, you know, we've been alone for a long time. <laughs> we've been alone together for a long time. Maybe we should invite somebody over. Yeah, it was like that episode of Breaking Bad with the fly. They were just simulating f physics the entire time. I imagine them underground and in yellow jump shoot. Yeah, that's a good episode. Bottle episodes, hard to pull off. That was still pretty good. Yeah, so, and it's just like, there's a lot of things to go with it. And like, what's interesting is like, generally, like a, a stock will do well when you kind of hear about it in the periphery, you know, like mm -hmm. before Tesla was a, a, something that was dominating the conversation, you were hearing about, oh, there's this fusion thing. So there is a matter of like, 
usage and perception and like just the like reviews of this across the board from like are pretty overwhelmingly positive and you see their usage rates it's it's pretty good yeah it's amazing i mean there's like top tier gaming companies that can't retain people that high at that high of a rate and to have that many active daily users is ridiculous uh i i can't remember what it is but grand theft auto 5 online that has a huge daily user um number and that game has been out since like 2015 or something like that game is so old um, and how do they make money though it doesn't cost anything to play does grand it Auto online uh no no roblox oh it's free to play but it's all microtransactions it's all stuff where it's like if you want to buy a new haircut if you want to buy a new emote if you want to buy a new shirt if you want to buy stuff for your house it's all little things here and there hey uh, i don't want to be rude here you uh, have been shining a flashlight in my eye for the entire episode uh, i feel like a dad Can yeah see, what are those? Did you not know? i didn't know yeah we're yeah. we're huddled no, up close a flashlight in my face i feel like we're camping again yeah <laughs> it's under my chin i'm telling scary stories yeah and uh, so did you buy anything Today? Yeah, on the mm. Roblox thing. No, oh no, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them Okay, if you would were to have bought something on the Roblox marketplace, what would you have bought? I mean I think I would have liked to buy my little guy a, a better uh, pair of pants or something. Or but, a, a nice pair of sneakers. You know me, I love a pair oh, of shoes. Oh even even in the digital realm you're a hype beast. Yeah, you don't want I'm wanna... not a hype beast. Hype beasts don't know how to dress, you know? Yeah, they just buy what's cool. I don't know. Tomas I, gets it. Tomas Tomas dresses well, but he has taste. He does hype that in real uh, you could use the Roblox experience to find out what Matt Backus looks like holding a calculator. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before. Um, the this, the whole sneaker game is very it's very important. I'm very passionate about the it. whole sneaker. I got in a fight with um, a buddy of mine. He texted me that like he's uh, he programs bots to buy PS5s and then he upsells them. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but you're in your 30s. <laughs> Damn, that is. What oh god he's what an enemy he's an enemy yeah enemy of the people yeah. we, you guys would love that you'd kill for a PS five yeah, right PS five you can get, you don't have one yet do you I've been trying to get an Xbox for so why yeah it's impossible yeah and, th- and this guy he's just selling him for walking around my and he's yeah. I think there's sometimes a, a a difference between like legality and morality is like yeah yeah it's fine you're legal to do it but like if you were over at my house and you like shared that anecdote it'd be kind of embarrassing yeah, i'd follow you home and i would rob you that's yeah. what would happen and I, I'd, you know and then i'd go to jail well, i'd be the one that goes to jail from that it, it was at your friend's giving right your your friends yeah, were there the right third person on this mic oh we should we should we, we shouldn't do this but at your friend's giving um and i i think this is wrong but i do believe this is right i believe your friend uh, he wanted to rob a, a fedex truck of ps5s and what was my advice tomas you said do it yeah uh, yeah <laughs> One of my friends works in a FedEx truck. Don't. He, do they, he wanted, all right. Some guy I know works. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, I'll call y'all. Y'all come act like you robbed me. And then just what? take something. Damn. And, I get in on this. And, you know, I, I've been going to business school for two and a half months now. And I've learned enough to know that's a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good idea. And it's weird. Like, my morality, like, I'm such a, a, a bleeding heart liberal. Is like, if, to, if you exist as a cog in the free market, I think that is just wrong across the board. If you are just taking the means of consumption in this instance, the taking it into your own power, right. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, it's kind of cool. I've always wanted to, my, I, my mom would never go for this, but I've always, my mom works at a credit union and I've always thought like, you get somebody that works at a bank, you stage a robbery. It's easier said than done, obviously. I've seen that in movies a couple times. 
Yeah, yeah. and and this it's is a good, a, it's a good plot device. And this is unrelated to our pal Tomas here, but if any of our listeners know, is it possible to play Roblox on a stolen Xbox? You can. I looked it up. You can play it on a stolen Xbox, stolen PS5, stolen PS4. There are. That's the other reason that Roblox is so popular because they're on every platform. They're on the phone. It's free on every platform. People spend 14 billion hours playing Roblox last year. I believe that. That's an insane. But I do think that's why you needed to buy something. You needed to participate in the economy. Is it on your phone right now? Yeah. Let's buy you those pants. No, I don't. I can't. Buy the pants. We need to see. I don't it. have my credit card information signed into Roblox. I got this. It's your birthday coming up. I'll get you the Roblox pants. It's um yeah I, I mean. Bust out these things. We want to learn STEM. This is this is how 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 did this stem from learning physics? By the way, yeah, we developed it a, a fi- adopt me winter wonderland. That's when I started. Yeah, we developed it a physics lab, and now twenty uh, eight year old men can log on and buy virtual sneakers. Pretty sweet. People spend fifteen billion hours doing this. Wow, we live in a dystopia that we're like, yeah, this is a good company. <laughs> a bullish outlook. Well, you know, I just say uh, Microsoft bought. Minecraft for like a billion dollars. They paid uh, the guy that invented Notch is his name. They paid that guy. They paid that man like a billion dollars to have exclusive rights to Minecraft. Roblox is a lot like Minecraft. They have active users like that. It's not far fetched. It's not. There's a lot of money in video games. People are just now starting to catch on. Yeah, and you create and you like explore 3D worlds. Like I guess you could. There are a lot of real world translations of these skills. Like. You could, if you played Roblox, I bet learning Maya wasn't that hard to do at all. Uh, look, there's my little guy. I gave him. Oh I gave wow! Him, I gave him devil horns. That guy, oh wait, you can turn yourself into a pet. Can, does it like transfer from your phone to the Xbox? Or? I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I I don't. Wait, know. switch to baby. Where's switch to baby? Yeah, there's a button that Put says switch to baby. Ooh, he changed it. <laughs> Do it. My yeah, arms yeah. are off yeah. now. Now it looks like a baby. See, it's working. See, this is how we know. This actually, I was like, yeah, we wanted to have a Roblox experiment, but I'm going to bring him on. And if he gets distracted from the episode, we know this is a company worth investing in. And folks, I don't want to spoil anything, but he is distracted I'm from invested. it. He's, he's now on a level. Yeah. He opened it up 30 seconds Look, ago. I can sit. I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah. I hit a button and he sat. Welcome to the future. Yeah, we, we are all in on Roblox, folks. Yeah, this is addictive, you know. Look at this, though. Look at this. I have $120, $15. Yeah, like all home. in. Like, I, I don't care what the opening price is. We are seeing the UX before our very eyes. Yeah. People can't get enough of this stuff. Yeah. I just got to uh, see, and they, got, they, they implement a daily bonus. So you play every day. You get a daily streak. On the fifth day, you get a small gift. Yeah, and you know, I guess their their growth strategy. I'm seeing this in the S1. They did have the bold choice, just like WeWork. They used a lot of photos. I like that. So their growth strategy, international reach, monetization, platform extension. So an age demographic expansion. There we go. Right there. You're 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 the S1 exemplified, man. Look, That's I can a- dance. <laughs> And there's a gingerbread house. My God. This just became a Roblox podcast. Yeah, it it didn't take much, honestly. So I'm looking at the S1 right now, and I think we're we're probably getting like 5% of each. I'm selling my kidney to get more of these. I don't care if they only made... Ah, oh, geez, these are, it's really small type here, and you guys got to see this. Setup. I can sit in the car. I can't drive the car. Wait, see if you can podcast too close to another individual in, in the Roblox community. I haven't run into another person yet. Oh, you'll, you'll find them. 
You'll find them yet. Where are the children? I'm just riding around Roblox yelling, where are the kids? Okay, so I know we are... Oh, we are bogle... No, you can keep going. Like, as long as you're comfortable. We are, by definitions, bogleheads on this podcast. We believe in buying and holding, but sometimes you do need to sell. So, like, Herman Miller is something that... We bought like in May, I think, and it was because a lot of the companies on the S&P 500 and major, it's not an S&P 500 company. I didn't sleep much last night. It's very dry in my What day. the hell? Okay, I just typed, I tried to talk to someone and I, all I wrote was, let me ride your horse. <laughs> and, it, and it censored out, ride your horse. And I do think just, you knew Herman Miller was going to bounce back because as a premium company, their margins in the furniture segment were just going to be remarkable. So we bought them at $22 a share. They're now up to 36 and it's probably time to sell that Herman Miller. So today was kind of a, a lot of indexes were down a lot early. They bounced back during the day and oh, oh he's quit. He's, I, I closed it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, we, we've got a change in perception here, Maddie. I'm definitely in on Roblox. I see it. I see the appeal. I won't. I, I can't say I'll be playing it. I like to kill people in Call of Duty and uh, yell at 14-year-olds. I don't like to hang out with uh, eight, nine, ten-year-olds. Yeah. So I. So I think we're gonna sell this, and I think I'm, we're gonna get in on Veladine Ladar. It's that? a silicon base, which does break our rule. We have to. If we want to rough up the CEO, we have a far bit to travel. So that's never good for the boys of bread. But they are a self-driving car company, and a lot of the big money in this world, tech, government, international operations, they've shifted money away from self-driving cars very quietly during this pandemic. However, it's going to exist in some way, and Veladine has a lot of the supply chain and infrastructure for the entire industry. They will provide the technology to make it work. And I see them, they're down from an all-time high of, like, $30 a share, and they're selling for like $14.63. Look at this stock chart, though. It's so crazy. Look at what happened on September 5th. What a crater. Yeah, it went from $24.75 to $4.10 on September 5th. I haven't been, I've been looking up what happened to, to Velodyne on September 5th, and I feel like I'm turning into Jim Carrey in the number 23. On September 5th? Yeah, look, that's where the September 5th crater. The well, you know what they say, remember remember the 5th of September. That's what it was about. That's what it's about. And, of course, it is a vi- th- Speaking of things we'll always remember, R.I.P. Quibi, you are... Quibi Yeah, Quibi, Quibi the app, the... Um, officially went offline yesterday. It was an amalgam of our, com- our country's most influential media distribution people their biggest stars their funniest twitter personalities hi chrissy it's funny you made your nurse dress up in a halloween costume <laughs> we really wanted to meet our essential health care workers right now in this climate year but um you know everyone came together to roll out this big thing and it was such a fun story for everyone just because you got to see how out of touch like the entire product development was here. They were just shoveling money at people, being like, "Here's a bunch of money. Make something for us. People will. People. It just goes to show that people in that situation think that they can just shovel money and create things that people want to watch." Yeah, and that's not the case. Like they failed in a situation. They couldn't get people to look at something on their phone when all they were doing was looking at stuff on their phone. 
Right. And well, then they did say what well, the whole thing with like the pandemic hit and therefore people weren't like at home or people were at home. I think they expect people to watch this stuff on the train, which I don't like to watch anything on the train. I don't like to watch anything. I don't, I don't understand how people, people watch HBO shows on their phone on the train. That blows me away that people do that, but maybe I'm in the minority. Yeah, and it, it is cool that their CEO is going to go from such an out-of-touch failure to working for the Biden campaign. Um, I, I don't want to give away my personal politics, but I personally can't think of a more perfect narrative. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think, uh, I, it sucks because I feel like we have a lot of friends that did lose jobs and miss out on money because of that, but they also... There's also a lot of people that made a lot of money off Quibi, and uh, that was the sort of situation where I went out to L.A., and I had an opportunity to to meet with somebody that worked at Quibi, and it didn't work out, and that would have been nice to get a little bit of that money from that sinking ship, you know? You met with Don Quibi? Don Quibi of the Quibi Fortune. (laughs) This is a cool company you posted. What's this one, the TechCrunch link you have? The Canadian Electric... uh, This is called the Lion? You know I'm all in on putting money down to support these lions. Yeah, we're a big Lions podcast. Um, yeah, it's, it's a Canadian electric, uh, bus and truck company that's going to file for IPO, uh, very soon. Uh, they're merging with another big company and I think they're, I think it's two companies merging together and then they're going to file for IPO. And the big company is Neiman Marcus. That's right. Have you ever heard of these? It's just a small startup, (laughs) Neiman Marcus. Trucks filled with Waterford Crystal and robot technologies. That'll be sick. But what is our rule here, Matt? We have to be able to travel and beat up the CEO. Well, that's rule one. And rule two, any we, we got in. What's our biggest success today? We we were the Neo twins. We did the right. best work with Neo this side of Keanu, my man. Right. So we see another EV international even rolling out, especially in the freight industry. And right. this goes with our, 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 our first pick of the day. So you know what? We're all in. Let's buy this. So we're going to get in on Roblox. We're going to get in on lion and then i think we're gonna get in on airbnb i know you poked around that s1 what'd you find let me see here where let me find let me get to the information uh yeah i put on some good information actually so ipo price 44 dollars to 50 dollars a share when they uh announce uh should be around mid-december um the ticker symbol is a b and b which i think is pretty good uh, I did a little info, uh, little stuff. The the risk factors uh, never achieving profitability since inception, which seems like a, a common thread for a lot of the companies that are out. Yeah, those these are the days. rules of the ball game, baby. Yeah, you that, can't make money to be in this game. It's kind of like this podcast. Yeah, as of twenty seventeen or in twenty seventeen, uh, they had a net loss of seventy million. Twenty eighteen, sixteen point nine million, and twenty nineteen was six hundred seventy four point three million. That is a big loss. Uh, as of September 2020, uh, they have a 600 696.9 million in losses. Um, that is a, those numbers obviously are getting higher and higher. Um, not good, but the revenue growth is slowed. That's due to the pandemic, I would assume, right? Yeah, it's got to be slowed. And it, people want to get out of their hotels. They want to have these experiential experiences. And they're going to find a way to get a little bit more of that pie. If people are relying on this income, it is sad to say that they'll slowly just creep those margins into their favor. So there are ways that they can tweak the existing model to make their their nut. How, do, how is it they don't make money? Like, what are their big costs? I don't know. I mean, as of the, I, I saw they have outstanding debt. Airbnb has outstanding debt, $1.997 uh, billion. 
dollars but as it, of September 30th, 2020. But that that might be just like maybe they finance. They didn't want to give up that equity. So usually you can get money if you give up a share in the company, but you can right. also take out a loan. So maybe they kept all that up to themselves. And I bet they'll, they're going to make raise more than $2 billion. They'll be able to pay that debt up. Well, and those were some risk factors I, I gave you, but a couple of the upsides. They have 4 million hosts in 220 con uh, countries. And That's also true of Helium and, Buffalo. And 100,000 <laughs> cities. Um, they have 5.6 million active listings and 54 million active bookers. Uh, that's that's also just, true of Helium Buffalo. Yeah, that also sounds like any comedy show I've tried to do lately. Yeah. 54 million active Yeah, bookers. there's 400 hosts, 25... Man, that, uh, these centipedes, they started doing comedy. It's yeah. all centipedes. 68% uh, of the revenue is repeat guests. So they have like a pretty high um, customer retention. Um, and I, But I also think that has to do with... like I feel like a lot of people are using Airbnbs for cool experiences, like you said, but I also think a lot of people are going to be traveling in for business and they want to stay in a nice place as opposed to a hotel. So I think that's where a lot of the repeat business would come from, I would assume. Um, yeah, and there's things you can find on an Airbnb site that you wouldn't be able to and like i'm glad they exist because have you guys have you ever been to like the camping versions of airbnb not really i i did that once i was in um the petrified forest <laughs> national park and i rented a lot that was just like a patch of dirt covered in cacti and this, there was no place to pitch a tent there was no water no outhouse it wasn't at all like the pictures and then this like old skinhead with a he wanted really wanted me to just stay with him and shoot guns and then like he came over and he his rv his atv crashed in front of me and he just really asked me to come back to the house and shoot guns and like i guess just being a big scary white guy you get recruited if you're using sites that aren't airbnb so similar to you with roblox that leads me to believe like airbnb they i definitely see why they belong in the marketplace um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I feel like once, uh, if, if, if everything with these vaccines goes well, I think that Airbnb is primed to, Airbnb is more likely to make a better comeback than I feel like most hotels. Hotels right now are, I think we talked about this last episode, but hotels right now have got to be just struggling, next level struggling. And even though there are some downsides um, to Airbnb in a lot of ways, I don't necessarily think it's good for the for neighborhoods. Airbnb isn't great for neighborhoods, I don't think. I don't think it's good no, for No, and especially in Brooklyn. People hate it. Yeah, yeah. That they, they want those Airbnbs out of the neighborhood. Yeah. New, uh, you know, New York and, and, and Paris and big cities and London and I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's cities where people, it's not good for the cities, but I, I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. Yeah, but I like it. It's If you can get past the little bed bugs, the occasional 4 a.m. rousing with yeah. uh, bites on your nipples, I think it's, it is a good product. And it's nice to just roll in and stay in a neighborhood but I, I completely get why people hate it. Like living right. in Bushwick is like, oh, look at these 3,000 lockboxes outside this apartment. Right, yeah. What could that be? Oh, nothing. Um, yeah, if you could take a couple nibbles on the nipple and a little bed bugs, you can marry my ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. We're still in it. These are long-term plays. And if you're going to buy and hold, which is what we do, brother... Airbnb could be a beautiful way to go. Yeah. So uh, did you do a deep dive on the Palantir CEO? I did, but I didn't actually get to... I did, but let me find it. You went Jacques Cousteau on him. You put in the scuba, which is, you know, every letter, it stands for a word. Yeah. I. Uh, the man is a psychopath. Yeah, you have to be. And, uh, you know, we. I still poke around the Reddit Wall Street bets. A lot of really funny Palantir 
memes going around. They made it their thing. And Palantir had been taking off like one of their drones, but it did come down a little bit this week. It opened up at like, I think, eight or nine dollars. It went up to as much as 29. And then I think as of today, it's down to like $22. But today was a weird day. Like, I woke up, I looked at our like personal Robin Hood portfolio for this episode, and it was like so much red, you know? Mm hmm. And it's just like, oh, we're $4,700. This is embarrassing. Like, and I'm like, we are dog shit, man. We could have done this pod any other time and we could have been the $5,000 kings. Now we're the $4,700 pod. But that's why you wait. You record in the late afternoon and you become a $4,900 man once again. Are you ready to listen to this? This is a story I found on Reddit about the CEO of Palantir. I worked for a hotel where he stayed with us for a weekend. Dude showed up with a bus full of luggage, eight ex-military bodyguards, checked in under a fake name, and after moving all the furniture out of the room for his Tai Chi, we weren't allowed to touch any of his stuff. Uh, when, whatever he is doing, he has tapped into something important. We dealt with a lot of high-profile guests before, and guests bringing their own security, while not common, happened enough to be something we accommodated. Security team and luggage showed up a day before him, and when I say a bus full of luggage, I'm not exaggerating, probably around 40 large suitcases, all of it organized and numbered with tags. We all thought he must be some dude in the witness protection program, but eventually one of the front desk girls found out who he was. I saw him walking around after work, small resort town, and he had two bodyguards about 20 yards in front of him while the rest sat tailing him in an SUV. And you know what? I think he might be Tony Stark. I mean, he certainly doesn't look like it. He looks like... Uh... No, he's variants. That's him, in, that's him in Mark Ruffalo mode. But if you go through the other pictures, you see a suave, sophisticated guy, right? Look at this photo right here. Boom. Oh, yeah. All he needs is a haircut. Yeah, Alex Karp. He's a man of many faces, and a lot of them were seen at the hotel. But you know what? Who, who acts like their best self as the hotel? And my only issue with this, I think it's a pretty believable story, who would say they're doing Tai Chi there? I have a picture of him off-road rollerblading, so... That rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and never mind. I change, I take back my mind on everything. He rollerblades by the stock. I mean, I think I'm going to... I've heard... I've, I've done a lot of research on... Uh, like rollerblades? On rollerblades. <laughs> no, on Palantir. And it seems that people seem to think it's going to drop substantially. So I've been debating on buying my first option, my, uh, an option put for it to hit. Like, But I've also heard people are like, oh, the Biden administration bodes really well for it. So I've heard like both sides of the coin with it. And it is... But it's always a good idea. And not for us because we're ethical investors to have the stock that people are talking about. And it seems like Palantir, again, it, it harkens back to this Reddit where a lot of the investing dialogue comes from because financial news is kind of bad in this country, which is why you're listening to two comedian idiots pontificate about the stock market right now. Uh, they've, Palantir has dropped 28% in a week, in the past week. Oh, no, they've dropped 28% of their drones. There's no more weddings in Iran, and the stock is up. Yeah, yeah, wedding season's over, so. Yeah, do you know, I, but, you know, you have to imagine that their cultural contributions are worth it. Like, the entire Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones, that's based on Palantir operations. Right, that's, that's actually, they show that in a training class. <laughs> yeah, that's their human resources training. Right. We should try and go to work at Palantir now. Like, get vetted by them. Like, get, like, a, the lowest entry job. And they'll do, like, the first vet. And they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I, I don't... This is not the last we've talked about uh, Alex Karp. I'll say that. This man is about to be... He's about to be, like, Elon Musk, but 
but somehow more of a, I don't even know what the word I'm trying to look for is, a maniac. But it's easy to convince people you're cool. Just go on Joe Rogan, smoke weed once, and you know what? People are talking about Palantir enough that I think we might see it happen. I, uh, yeah. You, you think Alex Karp's going to go on Rogan? Yeah. Um. Alex Karp's going to go on Rogan, and the stock's going to skyrocket on Biden thanks to the Joe Rogan boost. You heard it here first, folks. It's possible. And, you know, the portfolio's holding steady. And it's it's fun because, like, this is our, like, fuck around money. But now we've almost got too much money to mess around with it. The stakes are high. I know, but I feel like we're, we're getting to the point now where we can maybe make some bigger moves. Yeah. May, know, it's time to do a big moves. I'm going to do what's called a big move. What's your big move? No. Oh, someone just texted me. I think we got another write-up. That's That's cool. Really? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. That's great. Love it. No, that, that's, that's my sweet old mom. She saw an article from July and texted me, congratulations. She's Aww. such a sweet lady. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's very cute because my mom and I were kind of bonding over stocks. And she's like, yeah, can you buy the uh, Airbnb direct list? From? Well, they offered you the price because you're the host. Just call them. It's fine. Right. I, I can't do that. It would be better that. if you did. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you, Joel. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to have pictures hung in my apartment, let alone tenants. Uh, I was very excited. You mentioned Ameren the other day. I'm still bag-holding Ameren. What's Ameren at Ameren's right at 484. 484. But they were, they were, a couple days ago, they were uh, at 512, and I was like, we're coming back. We're rallying. Yeah, maybe Ameren will actually be the stock that saves your life. Wouldn't that be a way to go? I mean, they have a, according to 13 analysts, Ameren has a uh, 62% buy rating. Let's do it. We're back. So, All I mean, in. We're, not... we're making back our... Let's let's go back in on Ameren. Let's sell the Herman Miller. Let's not do a self drive Let's go back to the... We'll be the heart attack because every December we buy Ameren. Yeah, exactly. Basipa, you know? All right. Well, this has been a great episode of Hold My Bread. Thank you for hanging out with us. Maddie, you got anything to plug? Um, I got nothing. I wish I had something, but I don't think I have anything. Well, we will put up the address for the gathering of the financial juggalos soon. We look forward to having you guys there with us. Thank you so much for listening. Make that money. We love you. Bye.